Matt, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello, everyone. Welcome to, to our Sports Center show that we usually air at Woodbury, but, you know, we just can't be there together now just because of the COVID pandemic. Hope everybody stayed safe from that. But Laura and Matt here to talk about some sports with you today. So, Matt, how's it going? Going pretty good. How about you? Going well. So let's first start off with breaking news from yesterday. Tiger Woods, the w former number one golfer in the, our modern era, got into a car accident yesterday in Palos Verdes. So do you want to just tell me your thoughts on that? This is something we got to talk about because he almost he almost lost his life. Yeah, um, I was watching the TV yesterday. I was watching um, the herd with uh, Colin Cowherd, and it was near the end where they broke in and said that Tiger Woods had been in an accident. And you know, my first thoughts were, "Oh no, like here we go again." Um, and then, of course, you saw the images of the accident. It looked really bad. And they had to use the jaws of life to get him out of there. And you're thinking, oh, geez, this could be really bad. And then a little, about a half hour, 45 minutes later, you heard that he had it was uh, it was significant lower or significant leg injuries. So in the grand scheme of things, OK, you'll, it's not as bad as, you know, what, what could have happened, you know, but it's still pretty bad. And he's going to be in for a long recovery. He has a, looks like a shattered ankle and basically broken bones in, in both of his legs. Um, especially the right leg they're saying it was pretty badly damaged. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be a tough recovery for him. Uh, you know, it's obviously very good that he's, he didn't lose his life. Um, but coming off the back surgery in December, uh, and now he's going to have to rehab with his legs, especially his right leg. Um, you know, I hope this isn't the end of Tiger Woods as a professional golfer, although it could be. He's he just turned 45, uh, and you know he's he's going to uh, have to have a, a long rehab with all of this uh, to get back into professional shape. Even if that's if he wants to do it, he might just decide to retire, but. I think Tiger is going to have quite a drive in him to want to come back from this and to play more golf. Um, so I, I, I hope that he gets back onto a golf course once he is uh, healthy and, and, and recovered. Uh, but yeah, just terrible news. Uh, and I'm a huge golf fan and obviously Tiger Woods is maybe my favorite athlete of my lifetime. So me uh, too. I've, I've grew up watching Tiger Woods as a kid and, uh, I think that uh, I really think that he's going to come back from this strong and he, and he's going to want to pull an Alex Smith, in my opinion. I think he's going to want to come back on the golf course once he's fully recovered. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I was just glad that, you know, he didn't lose his life. Uh, even beyond golf, he, he's contributed a lot with his charity work and, um, you know, he can still, um, he can still do a lot of really good things. You know, uh, not just on the golf course, but off the golf, off the golf course. So I hope that he gets a full recovery. He's getting great medical attention at UCLA. Uh, and for our viewers that are or listeners that are not familiar with L.A., he, he crashed down in an area that's very suburban and uh, hilly um, with some winding roads. Um, 
it's down by a lot of golf clubs, which is, I think, why he was down there. He was filming some promos for the Golf Channel and for the Genesis, uh, for Genesis, the sponsor of the Genesis Invitational at Riviera Golf Club. From so he was down there. Is that uh, he was yesterday? He he was meeting up with Drew Brees and Justin Herbert. They were going to play golf yesterday. Yep, and then the day before, he played golf with Dwayne Wade and David Spade. Yeah, so he was looking to get back into golf already but he, i don't know i don't think he's going to be playing in the masters tournament this april no no that, that's probably almost certainly out of the question at this point probably he might not play golf again until next year that's what i would that's what i would guess like i can't imagine him coming back to play this season there's no way he comes back this season just because uh just because of uh just because of like how uh, bad the injury is you know yeah so with that being said, now let's talk about some games yes, for the Lakers. So the Lakers, yes, um, two nights ago, they lost to the Washington Wizards. That was, un, that was uncalled for. But tonight they have a very tough test against a very, very good Utah Jazz team. That's already number one in the West, but, but the Lakers are still the better team in the West. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Utah's been quite the surprise. I mean, we, we knew we knew they were a good team, but they're really doing well. Um, so this will be a good test for uh, for both teams, I think. The thing is, the Lakers are shorthanded because they're without Anthony Davis. They're not. They're looking to avoid losing for the first. They they look to avoid uh, losing uh, for the. Uh, for the first time in like they, they, they look to avoid losing four straight games. Yeah, we'll see if they can do it. So also we have some all-star news to talk about. So we're gonna see Team LeBron versus Team Durant in the 2021 NBA All-Star game. And uh are you ready for that? Are you yeah. ready for an all-star game this year? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Like, a lot of the players don't want to be doing it, you know, and uh, so we'll see how much effort goes into it. And, um, you know, it's always good. I think I, I enjoy watching the skills competition, the, the dunk contest, the three-point contest. Um, and it's the game it's itself. Gonna be all in, it's going to be all in one day. Yeah. So, basically, on the, for the starters, you got Giannis, Beal, Curry, Doncic, KD, Embiid, Kyrie, LeBron, Jokic, and Leonard. Those are the starters. And for the reserves, Jalen Brown, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, uh, James Harden, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Julius Rondle, uh, finally an all-star, Ben Simmons. We knew that was coming. Jason Tatum, Nikola Jokic, and Zion Williamson, but there's one big snub that I think that should be on there, and that's Devin Booker. Yeah, that was I heard about that, you know, and uh, I mean, I'm kind of on the fence about it because it's just it's the West is really stacked with talent. There's a lot of guards, you know, and so it doesn't it it doesn't uh, surprise me, and you know, I think in my eyes too, Chris Paul. I think deserves more credit for the Phoenix Suns rise this year because that guy just wins wherever he goes, you know, and I feel like Chris Paul has a pretty good, like, uh, 
argument to make that he should be in there above Devin Booker, you know. But Devin Booker is a fantastic player, and I wouldn't worry about it too much. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that too much because the West is so tough. But I'm probably thinking that with Anthony Davis still hurt, he's probably not going to play in the All-Star game. I think Devin Booker will probably be his replacement. Yeah. He'll probably be taking over that spot. So you think tonight the Lakers will, uh, what you might call this, beat the Utah Jazz, or do you think it's kind of tough because of how good Utah's been playing? Um, I think that the Lakers are um, – I don't think they're going to win because I think they need AD. Badly they do because their team isn't the same without Anthony Davis. Yeah. That's what I think. And uh, the Jazz right now are 25-6 and six and the Lakers are 22-10. and 10. But I feel like that the Lakers could still win the championship even if they're, uh, they're the two or three seed. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So that's what I think. And then uh, – and also the coaches for the all-star team is Quinn Snyder, the Jazz, and Doc Rivers of the Sixers. So I thought it was going to be Vogel again, but Quinn Snyder, I think, deserves a lot of credit for building this Utah Jazz roster. And it uh, wouldn't shock me if he was coach of the year this oh, year. Oh, yeah, he's doing a fantastic job. I knew him. I say that because, you know, uh, what's his face? Quinn Snyder used to coach the Lakers as an assistant. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, he worked under Mike Brown, so I knew he was a great head. He was a good coach, and I knew that uh, he was going to be a great head coach if he got a head coaching job. So I think that uh, Quinn Snyder's done a good job with the Utah Jazz. Yeah, I know he used to be the head coach at the University of Missouri, and he also was an assistant under Coach Shashevsky at Duke. He used to play at Duke, I think, back in the day. Yeah, so he deserves to be a head coach for the uh, all-star team. And uh, Utah's not going to be easy tonight because you know that you got Goldberry, you got Mitchell, Connolly. But I think that Denver could, will be, could be up there too if they're healthy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking at the West standings. So the, Spur- the Spurs to me are kind of a surprise. Yeah, I mean, they're hanging out up there. And, you know, I think – the real surprise, I think, is also Dallas, which has not been doing well this year. Um, I mean, the, the Celtics also um, below 500. That's, you know, they need a roster. Um, are you talking about Dallas? Kemba Walker think... just is not good anymore. Which one? Are you talking about the Celtics needing a better roster? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that Kemba Walker just is not, he's not good anymore. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I still think Kemba Walker is good, but I think that the Celtics need one more star, in my opinion. I think they they have a lot of talent, a young talent, but I think that they should they should get another star and then give up first-round picks for that. Yeah, I think the Spurs bouncing back has been a really good story, you know, and it's been at the expense of teams like Dallas and and also Memphis and New Orleans, which people thought might make moves. They're not this year. Um, and uh, the Warriors, obviously, when they lost Clay Thompson, you know, that was a big blow to them. Um, and the Nuggets being at number seven in the West is really disappointing. It to is. Them. To me, it is. I feel like Denver would be in the top five still. Yeah. I still think they are. I still think they can, even though they're 17 and 14. But I think that. Denver, Dallas are probably going to need to play better down the stretch. 
For sure. But I think that uh, I thought that the Lakers losing to the Wizards was kind of bad. For sure, yeah. That was uh, yeah, that was pretty bad. And then the Clippers beat him afterwards. Yeah, the Clippers beat them last night from what I saw. Yep. And then uh, also the Lakers then on uh, Friday, they'll take on – they're going to take on the uh, Blazers at home. So hopefully the Lakers will get done a shooter back. So that's yeah. why, that's why I think the Lakers have, they've been slumping lately. Yep. I don't want to make any excuses, but just need Dennis shooter back and all that. Yeah. So now that being said, let's talk about some NFL stuff. So Carson Wentz now a member of the Colts. So, what do you think? What do you think this does for the Colts? Do you think the Colts are going to be division winners because of this? Do you think Frank Reich is going to save Carson Wentz? Um, we will see. I think that he is going to have a better time in Indy than in Philadelphia. Um, I don't think that he is a great quarterback. I think that he is a. I think at best he is a above average quarterback um someone who's going to be like top 15 who could be top 15 in the league um but that's where i would put him uh you know which is for the colts though like they have so many pieces already in place they just need someone that's probably in the top half you know like someone in the middle of the road i think would do wonders for that team so um so yeah, I think that uh, uh, I, I think that Wentz is. Uh, I think he's going to make the Colts a lot better at that position. Um, but I don't think he's the type of quarterback to just take over a game or, or something along those lines. I I say that I think Wentz is going to be great in Indy just because he's got a, the Colts have a great offensive line. They have weapons for him. I think he's going to have a fun time throwing to guys like T.Y. Hilton, Zach Paschal, Michael Pittman, Marlon Mack. I think the Colts are going to be great offensively next year and defensively, too. This team's very deep. Yeah. But do you still favor the Colts to win that division now that they have Wentz? Uh, yeah, because like now they have Wentz. Like, uh, like they're – it's not going to be the Texans. It won't be the Jags. Um, you don't think and it's going to be the Jags, even if they have Trevor Lawrence, or you think the Jags still have a long way to go? I think I can't. I can't just say like Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer walk in there and they win the division their first year. So that would I'm be that would be good. But I just think that uh, I just think that uh, what I I think that the Jags need a lot of t- a lot of help and they need time. Yeah, I think that them winning the division I – th- I think they'll win the division. I think they'll beat out Tennessee. Yes, absolutely. So, also, we've heard today that the Steelers' owner wants Big Ben back. So, do you think that now that he wants him back, you think a contract's going to get worked out there? Yeah, it's there, it, it'll get worked out. Um, you know, there, there's – the case for Big Ben is that um, – you know, last year, I mean, they went 11 or they went 12 and four. They won the division. Um, he threw, I think it was like 33 touchdown passes. Um, that he was, uh, I think the other aspect of this is they had no running game at all next last year. 
So the entire burden of the offense was on Roethlisberger. Um, you know, they had a couple injuries, you know, on, on defense, you know. So, you know, they, they need to fix the running game. So they're probably thinking that Roethlisberger, you bring him back because that's not the weakest point, you know, on the team. It's the running game, you know, and maybe a couple, maybe another position or two. So you improve those areas and you, you stick with Roethlisberger. But um, I'm sorry, but I, like – they're not going to do anything with Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, it's it's kind of like they'll try to get something worked out with him, but they're not going to win anything. It's kind of like the Lakers when they had Kobe at the end of his career. It was like, we want him to retire a Laker. We'll give him a contract, right? You know, except with Roethlisberger, they're at least they're going to renegotiate it. I'm sure he's not going to get paid nearly as much. Um, but they're kind of hinging himself to this old aging athlete that, you know, is not going to compete for titles with them anymore. So, um, so yeah, that's like, I, I personally think they should have moved off Roethlisberger and I think they're, they're too cowardly to do so. Yeah. I, that's why I don't have the Steelers winning the division next year, but also let's talk about some other quarterback trade trade rumors. So do you think Sam Donald's going to be on the trade market? Yeah, I think there's going to be too much of a demand for him. Um, I heard about like a third of the teams have already reached out to the Jets about Darnold. Um, and I think a good, I think a fresh start would help him. And um, I think that, you know, if he stays with the Jets, like that's not the end of the world for him or the Jets. I think maybe give him another year, try to tighten up that offensive line. But I think he needs to go to a better franchise. Um so he won't, he won't be going to the Steelers, it looks like. Yeah, maybe the Washington football team because they need a quarterback. But the Washington football team might have a new – is most likely going to have a new name next season. Not the 2021 season, but the 2022 season, they're going to have a new name. Oh, okay. So I just wanted to get that out there. But also, Cam Newton said something interesting that I think to me was kind of was like – Rude. He said that Bill Belichick's the most misunderstood person in sports, and I disagree with that. Oh, why? Uh, because I, I think that they didn't have time together in the past offseason because of COVID, you know. But uh-huh. I think that the Patriot. I don't think I don't even think Cam Newton will be back a Patriot. I want a I want a fresh young quarterback on the Patriots. Heading into next season, I want like Mac Jones to be a Patriot still. Uh-huh. Don't you see Mac Jones being a day one starter right away if he's a Patriot? Uh, yeah, you know, like I kind of wonder, like, uh, are they going to stick with Cam Newton? Yeah, Cam Newton to me, I, I don't know if he's going to want it. To me, he's he's kind of washed up. Yeah, um, you know, it's interesting. Well, like. They have not, like, the Patriots have not been reaching out to teams about quarterbacks, you know. So and maybe they're maybe they wanting to go to the draft, but uh, we'll see about that. Yeah, so that being said, now let's uh, – that, I mean, so that being said, I mean, let's talk about the Eagles. Now that they, they, tra- they traded Carson once, do you think Jalen Hurts is the solution? Um. We will see. You would think that's what they would want to do uh, and stick with Jalen Hurts, but he hasn't really proven himself yet. So, I think 
to me, uh, was was I going to say, I think that uh, Jalen Hurts is going to get a shot at starting. I think he kind of showed last year he had flashes, but I, I think that uh, I think that Jalen Hurts is going to, whatchamacallit, he's probably going to, I think Jalen Hurts to me, I think is going to get a shot. And I do think that, He'll be he'll be an upgrade in Philadelphia over Carson Wentz. Okay, that's what I think. I mean, they'll get a veteran quarterback to compete with him for the starting job, but I think he ultimately wins the starting job. Okay, that's what I think. Uh, t- uh, that's what I think in uh, what you call us for uh, Jalen Hurts. But let's. I do you think do you think that uh, Dak Prescott's going to remain a Cowboy? Well, this year he is. Uh, they're franchising him, right? Um, I haven't heard. You know, which is, I heard they're going to franchise him this year, um, which is which is crazy because, like, they they should be signing him to a contract at this point. Like, he's like he's good enough. He is a he is the best quarterback in the NFC East. So you can look at it from that point of view. Um. He can definitely help you win games, you know. And um, does he have mistakes and flaws? Sure, but at this point, like you need to, you need to, you need to get him signed because franchising him means like you're just paying a, a, you know, a bunch of money to him for this one year. But when you go to sign him for a real contract next year, it's going to be like. It, it, it's going to be a big fat contract still even bigger than what it would be. So like you're just, you're overpaying. I think it, you're, you're, they're kind of leasing him for another year, I guess, to see if they, they want him to see how he comes back from the injury. Who are you um, talking about? Who? Uh, Jack Prescott. Yeah. I mean, it make I guess if you, if you're concerned about the injury and you want to make sure he comes back and he's the, the same player, um, maybe it makes sense, but I feel the Cowboys are just, they don't know how to run that team like the Jones family. Like they they overpay for like running backs. You have uh, Elliot, who's six years, ninety million, you know, and it's like a running back, you know, position. Like you're probably paying too much, and then you're not paying for your quarterback, you know, and it just it doesn't make sense to me. So they must have real concerns about him coming back next year from his injury, and they wanted to see how he. He, he looks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do think that the Cowboys will extend uh, Dak Prescott for the long run. I, th- I think he's their franchise quarterback, even though he got hurt, and the Jones family loves Dak Prescott, and I do expect the, the Cowboys to give him. But we got news for your Detroit Lions that Kenny Galladay is considered a strong candidate for a franchise tag. Do you think the Lions are going to tag him? Uh, interesting. I think that they will, um, I think they're going to tag him. I think that they're going to want to keep some weapons for, for Jared Goff. Um, if they were, if they had gotten, if they had gotten Goff and like, you know, Stafford had left or something like that. And, and some quarterback wasn't in the deal for the Lions. There's no reason keeping a guy like Gallaudet on the team. He's, like let another team have them, you know, and save some money and get some prospects from them or whatever, but, or draft picks. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, I, I feel like if you have golf, he's good enough that give him some weapons and see what he can do with them. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Kenny Galladay is probably going to stay, but I think Marvin Jones might join Matthew Stafford in L.A. with the Rams. Yeah, he might. Yep. So speaking of the Rams, now that they have Matthew Stafford, what do you think that what what do you think the Rams are getting out of Matthew Stafford? Do you think that the Rams are going to be a lot better? And do you think the Rams could follow the Tampa Bay Buccaneers formula to go to the Super well, Bowl? The- I would say no to the Tampa Bay formula. Like they just, um, you know, that team has run through Sean McVay, uh, you know, whereas the Buccaneers are run through Tom Brady, you know, and it's just Stafford is not nearly in the same category as Tom Brady. So you're not going to do that, I don't think. But um, I think that Stafford makes the Rams a Super Bowl contender. Um more so than they were with Goff. And uh, I think that uh, they should have a better season this year than, than last season. I predict them to win the division. Well, we'll see. I mean, this division's tough. I still pick Seattle because of Russell Wilson, but I think that the Rams, they're probably going to be so much better with Matthew Stafford. I think their offense is going to be very good. And I think their defense is going to be uh, still lights out. The Rams defense is always the best in the league. Yeah. So that's what I think. But also the Buccaneers GM, Jason Light, is considering a Brady extension. Do you think the Bucs should extend Brady for at least a couple more seasons? Yeah, why not? I mean, <laughs> he just keeps on winning. He keeps on playing. So tell me do you, who ultimately wins Deshaun, the Deshaun Watson trade sweepstakes. To me, I just think that he'll stay in Houston just because I don't think any team wants to give up a first-round pick or, or big assets. Yeah, I. That's just that is such a messy situation, and that's something uh, we're gonna have to be addressing pretty much every time we talk about when we're on air. Because until he finds, until the Texans find a right trade partner, then I just don't think he. I just don't think the Texans are gonna find the right trade partner for Deshaun Watson. I still think he'll go to the Jets or the Dolphins. I I think I scratch out the Dolphins. I think he might go to the Jets or the Panthers. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I should put the Panthers in there too. You're absolutely right. The Panthers, in fact, they're already clearing cap space. And um, Teddy Bridgewater is on social media. He dropped references to the Carolina Panthers, and it's I, I heard it leaked today too that they want to move off Teddy Bridgewater. So the Panthers will have a new quarterback next year. We'll see. Who they may. We'll see if it's. Watson or Darnold or or whoever, right? Or Fields. Yeah, yeah. So Carolina is going to be getting a new quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. I think Carolina is going to get a new quarterback. I think they're going to benefit from that just because I think that Bridgewater is okay. But I feel like that the Panthers, if they don't – I don't think – I think – the reason why I don't say the Dolphins for Watson is because the Dolphins are going to build around Tua Tagovailoa. Okay. It, uh, and I have the Dolphins uh, getting Devontae Smith and Najee Harris in the draft just to load that offense around Deshaun Watson uh, to a tug of Iloa, not Deshaun. Uh-huh. I don't think, like, if the Panthers were to trade for Watson, they shouldn't include Christian McCaffrey in the deal. Right. Just because I feel like that McCaffrey is a big part of the Panthers' offense. But I just think that the Panthers just need to start fresh with a quarterback. Do you yeah, still- I mean, I, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of position players are expendable, and 
McCaffrey is one of them. Like he, he was injured a lot too. Like, um, you know, I don't know if like, who knows what his durability issues are. He's an exciting dynamic player when he's healthy. He's a great player. He's a stat machine. Um, but you know, if you don't have a quarterback, doesn't matter. Right. So, um, so we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens with McCaffrey. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, I think I think that the I think that the Panthers should keep McCaffrey, but also uh, I think that I think that uh, I think that the Deshaun Watson trade talk for us is still going to be discussed as of now. But I still think that he will stay in Houston just because I believe that Casario, what Nick Casario said about him. I think there's too many bridges burned for him to stay in Houston, but we'll see. Why do you think there's too many bridges burned in Houston? I think he hates the ownership. I think he does not like the new coach. Um, they haven't even met there's no yet. Future. There's no future for him in Houston. There just isn't. The, he and David Coley haven't even met yet. So that's why I kind of think they need to sit down and meet first to, to make it work. Yeah, and that's a big warning sign, though. Like, if you're if the head coach and the your star quarterback haven't even met, you know. And, yeah, that's a problem, I think. Here's the thing with the Texans. They moved off of Hopkins to the uh, to the Cardinals last year, and then JJ Watt is looking for a new home now. And what? And if Watson is the next to leave, then it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. telling, it just shows you how bad this team is run by Cal McNair. Yeah, for sure. He's not Bob McNair though. Bob McNair ran the Texans the best. Uh huh. Cal McNair is just is just the guy that's just a fake owner. Yeah. So now that being said, let's talk about some baseball stuff. So tell I let's talk about the, your Tigers first. So you might be in a reunion with Rick Parcello. Do you think that the Tigers should get Rick Porcello to kind of help mentor guys like Casey Mize, Michael Fulmer, and all and, and the young rotation for the Tigers? Yeah, I think that'd be fine. Uh, I think that'd be fine. I say I ask that because I think that the Tigers are still in a good five-year plan, are, are going to be in a good five-year plan under A.J. Hinch. And I think that uh, I think that the Tigers, they loaded their farm system so that they could be good within the next few seasons. Uh-huh. But tell me what's been going on with the Tigers. So I just saw that on the spring training notes. Spencer Torkelson's been putting on a show lately. Yeah, he's their top prospect. Uh, yeah, excited to see him play for sure. He should be great. They're playing in the Grapefruit League. And also I think the Tigers, I'm not sure how good they're going to be, but they're going to be a uh, they're, they're going to be an average, a low average type team this year. Yeah, they'll get probably around 65 wins. So they'll be pretty bad still. So also, you think that even though that baseball has a lot of lost time to make up for after the short 60-game season, you still think that the sport will avoid a work stoppage, which we talked about last week. But I think I do ex- – I, I don't expect a work stoppage in baseball just because the owners can't afford it just because of last season. Yeah, yeah, I agree even though there's reports that say, oh, there's going to be a work stoppage, and I don't believe it. Yeah. Just because, in my theories, there's lots of there's a lot of time to get an agreement done, which I think they will. 
and then a lot of people are saying that they won't get an agreement because of Mafford. And I'm like, so what? Yeah. I'm like, so what if you don't like Manford? Just get a deal done just because just because uh you have lost time to make up for after the short 2020 season. And you don't want you don't want to delay the 2022 season and 2020. That's gonna look bad for baseball. Yeah. That's kind of like my theory there in all of this. Uh-huh. But you still have a lot of time to get a deal done. That's the pro of this. But the cons are you just don't wanna you just don't wanna say you have a lockout during right. this this time right now right that's what i think uh-huh don't you agree with what i was saying about a potential work stoppage yeah i agree i just don't think a work stoppage is going to happen in baseball right now because did you read the article that what mike trout said about it he said that he spoke with tony clark about the cba and he said that uh he he expects the sport to go forward yeah so do i what do you think of that? What Mike Trout was saying when he was talking to uh, Tony Clark about this? Um, I mean, it's 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 good to know that that's you know players think it'll go forward, so I, I hope it does. I expect it to go forward, and also, what do you think of that Kevin made a, a comments from the Mariners since you sent me that? I did I read his comments and they were they were inappropriate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so too. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, a little bit derogatory, and, you know, he deserved to be fired. Yeah, he deserved to step down as the Seattle Mariners uh, CEO. Uh-huh. So that's – I think that to me – it. I don't think it affects the narrative of both sides agreeing to a new CBA. I think a new CBA is going to be eventually agreed upon either before or after the season. Uh-huh. That's what I think. Yeah. Don't, don't you think so? Yep. So let's talk about the Dodgers now. So basically their first spring training game is this Sunday already against the Oakland A's. What do you expect? Do you expect to see some of the top starters in the Dodgers lineup on the first day of, of games? Uh, probably not. I mean, I, I, um, but I don't know. Well, uh, maybe they'll play some of their younger guys um, or they'll be playing some guys that they brought in for workouts, you know, and tryouts. So um, there might be some at-bats though for some of their stars. I heard Cody Bellinger said that his shoulder feels good, but I heard that he might, he's probably going to be starting. He's probably going to play in games in the middle of March just to be safe. Yeah. That's probably the right call. But Dave Roberts said that, uh, that Cody Bellinger is on track to be ready for opening day, despite having off season shoulder surgery on his non throwing shoulder. Uh-huh. But I heard that he's been taking swings in the cage. And I do think that Cody Bellinger is going to be ready for opening day. Uh huh. What right. was that? No, nothing. All right. What What do you think of that? So that's what Rob. That's what Robert said about Cody Bellinger. Yeah, I think I think they'll they'll be right. I think he'll be ready. Yeah. So also, tell me your thoughts on Kershaw having no intentions to stop after twenty one. Do you think he's a Dodger next season? Uh, you know, I think he is. I think they'll try to work out some deal with him, uh, especially if you can pay him fairly cheap. Uh, but. Maybe he'll want like more money and he'll want to go somewhere else. Um, but it seems like he's comfortable being out here in LA and would like to stay. Oh yeah, he he is. But I do think that, however, that I do think that uh, I do think that uh, Cody Ballinger. I think that Clayton Kershaw will remain a Dodger, and also Corey Seager for sure. But 
I don't think I don't expect when it comes to next year's free agent class for the Dodgers, they shouldn't spend a lot of money on Kenley Jansen. Yeah, no, they shouldn't. I say that because I think that uh, Kenley Jansen is uh, he's coming off. He hasn't been that great the last two seasons, but I think that uh, I do think that the Dodge, I think the Dodgers, I think he should retire next season. Okay. So that's what I think. Don't you think so? Uh huh. So, so now, so with that being said, who do the Tigers play? So let's talk about the Tigers first CAC Grapefruit League game. Do they play Sunday or Saturday? Uh, I'm trying to find out. It's not coming up on my. No, so the, so the the Dodgers play against Oakland on Sunday. So the the Oakland A's are going to be guys without. Uh, what you gonna call this? Chris Davis and Marcus Simeon. Do you think? Do you think the uh, what you gonna call this? Well, they play Sunday. They host the Phillies. Oh, I'll talk about that game. Do you think the A's are still gonna be a team that will still be good despite losing some guys? I'm gonna say no. I'm going on a limb here and saying the Angels might be better than what people think, and that the Astros and A's might regress a little bit. Well, the thing with the uh, with the with the Angels is that I'm not convinced about their pitching just because they don't they their depth at starting pitching is kind of thin right now. Uh huh. That's why I don't have them winning the division. I think Houston will still win that division, even though that Verlander is probably going to be missing some time. You still got Granky, you got McCullers, and they got young guys that they could they could step up to. I think Dusty Baker knows how to build a team. Yeah. So the the Tigers take on the Phillies Sunday. So you're gonna see a, a, a much improved Phillies team just because they got guys like Alvarado, but their rotation is still a question mark. Yeah. But the lineup isn't the issue for the Phillies. Yes, I don't think so either. Yeah. So I think that I mean I think the Mets are gonna run away with that division. We'll see, because I still have the Braves winning that division, just because I think uh, now that the Braves got Marcelo Zuna back, the the Braves have a, a lot of good hitters, but they got a good young rotation in Soroka and Freed and Ian Anderson. So the Braves are still good in a way because of that, but you're you're saying the Mets, is it because they're going to get Syndergaard back at some point this season? Uh-huh. Even though he's not going to be so. ready for opening day, because it's going to take him some time. Well, the thing with Thor is that he's going to be ready. For, he's not going to be ready for opening day, I heard. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. Right. So, 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 so do you think that, so why do you think the, so why do you think the Angel, you think the Angels will pull it off despite not, despite what people think they won't? They made a couple of good signings in the offseason. I think Madden is going to be, a pretty damn good coach this year. Uh, and they'll benefit from other teams in the division not being as strong. Well, the thing is, they need a – they got – they got. well, the thing is, they got Fowler to kind of help with that lineup. But I also think uh, – I also think that the, the Angels, they might – they could surprise people, but I'm just not too shabby on them right now. Just because even though that they have the lineup, the pitching's not as deep as what people think. Uh-huh. That's why I think the Angels are probably going to be – they'll be good, but I just don't think they'll be – they're not playoff bound. 
Yeah. That's what I think, you know. Uh-huh. So, with that being said, let's talk about some uh, hockey now. So, so the Kings have been playing great lately. Aren't you surprised of how they've been playing? And a lot of people are saying, oh, is the rebuild over for the Kings already, despite the way they've been playing? <laughs> uh, no, it's not over yet, but they're they're playing very well, though. And, yeah, they've, um, they've been playing some pretty good hockey, and Dustin Brown's been playing well, so – yeah, he scored a couple goals in the last game. And then the Kings, however, uh, beat the St. Louis Blues on Monday, and they shut him out. Uh-huh. So do you think the Kings will be a four seed in the West and make the playoffs, or you don't think so? Um, it's a long shot still. We need to see if – I don't think this momentum is going to last the entire season for the Kings, but uh, we'll see. <clears throat> like – they picked up – sorry. They picked up where they left off uh, when they won uh, – whatchamacallit? Uh, when they won, like, eight, seven straight games before the shutdown. So, they might pick up that momentum because of that. But I think that the Kings, however, uh, they're playing good now. But you th- you just think that the momentum might not last. Uh-huh. Just because it's a long shot for them because they're still young. Yeah. What other news to talk about is that Claude Julien of the uh, Montreal Canadiens has been fired. And also Kirk Muller is also out from what we were, what we read, but also uh, Dominique Duchesne is going to be named interim coach and Alexander Burroughs is added to the staff. So, uh, and also, but what do you think of that move for the Montreal Canadiens to dismiss Claude Julien? Well, there have been rumors of that for a while now. Um, so I'm guessing they've been wanting to make the change and they figured this would be the best time to do so and uh, see if they can get that team on track to make the playoffs. Yeah, the Canadians are 9-5-4 and five and four with 22 points. And, and they ha- they've, been in, they've been in overtime twice. So I think that with the Canadians kind of falling off a cliff a little bit, I think that the move is necessary now is so that the Canadians can get their season on track, which I think they have the talent to do so. Uh-huh. But I'm looking at the Scotia North, Divi- North division, Edmonton. I think they've overcame a slow start. Yeah. And I think that it's going to be between them and Toronto for the Scotia North division. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, that sounds about right. What do you think? How do you how are your Red Wings doing right now? Bad. They're they are not close to getting out of that rebuild yet. Um, you know, it's been tough going. You know, just uh, uh, in every aspect of the game. So uh, it's it's supposed to be that way. I, they lost to Nashville, and they're going to lose to them. I think again on Thursday in Detroit. Yeah. Yep, they didn't have so, they didn't score any goals in yesterday's game. What was that? Did they score goals yesterday? No, they lost two nothing. Oh, so what's the issue for the Red Wings right now? I mean, I think it's 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 all of it. Like they're just they're not good on any aspect of the game. On special teams, they they're not good at penalty kills. They're not good on the power play. They're not good on offense. They're not good on defense. I mean, um, I feel like there's just. Uh, you know, with the exception of, like, a few players, they're just not, like, 
they don't really have a lot of good NHL talent, you know, and it just, it just, not yet, but they're not there yet, but they're a team that has promise like your other Detroit team. So like, I forgot to ask you, like, are your Pistons playing better now? Uh, maybe a little bit. They beat, they won at Orlando the other night. Um, they play at new Orleans tonight. Um, so telling me Dwayne Casey never gives up. No, no, he doesn't. Yep. And, uh, so they might get us. They might get back-to-back wins here. We'll see what they do in New Orleans. Well, well, the Pelicans. I mean, you get they got the, the Pelicans have a have a deep uh, a deep schedule though. Yeah, a deep team. I mean. Yeah. But to, speaking of the Wings, they're still five, thirteen, and three. But they're heading for the lottery again. Yeah. Keep and on, so are the Sabers. Keep on getting those uh, prospects, I suppose. Don't you think Steve Eiserman's heading in the right direction, though? Oh yeah, for sure. I like you got to be patient. I mean, they're going to be two or three years away from being in the playoffs, um, and you know, another two or three years after that for being a Stanley Cup contender, probably. You know, so they still got, I would say, four to six years, you know, before they get to that level. The Kings, to me, are pretty much way ahead of the Red Wings in their rebuild, despite winning all these games. But you just don't think that their uh, their uh, momentum is going to last, right? Yeah, because I'm because the Kings have the Wild next, so the Wild are definitely a good team, you know. Uh-huh. And then the Blues are, are are a good team too, but the Blues are kind of fading a little bit. Yeah, and then the Kings' schedule is going to get pretty easy in. Uh, in March, because they have to play the Arizona Coyotes, and then they play the uh, St. Louis Blues. Yeah. So, that's what I think. So, t- let's go to MLS right now. So, I'm wondering – I kind of wonder who the LA Galaxy is going to play their first game of the of the new season. I want to say the Battle of El Trafico. Yeah. I wonder who the LA, LAFC's team sponsor is going to be. They're not doing YouTube TV anymore. Why are they not doing YouTube YouTube TV? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, they probably just YouTube TV just probably wanted out, you know. And um, I mean, sometimes it just doesn't make financial sense for the sponsor, you know. Or um, in this case, so yeah, I think you know we'll see who they get as their next sponsor. Yeah, I mean, for the Galaxy, what 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 the question is. Is Cheaterito is going to live up to the hype this year after having a bad 2020 season? Yeah, that's a tough one. I I wouldn't bet on it. Why would you not bet on Chicharito? Uh, I just like I, I I just don't think he's as good as people have thought he's been. So and I think last season kind of showed it. Do you think Greg Yanni is the right coach for the LA Galaxy? Probably. I think that's a good hire. We forgot to mention this on the NFL show. I don't I don't think we talked about this on the NFL part of our show. So which coaches are on the hot seat in your opinion heading into the next season? For which sport? Football. Um ooh, heading into the next season. For uh, me, it's Matt Nagy for sure. Yeah, he's going to be up there. Yeah, Matt Nagy. Mike, what about Mike Zimmer? I think he'll. I'm going to put him in there just because I need to see what the Vikings need to do now. Yeah, I think so. I think you know they need to they need to get to the playoffs at least. You know, and uh, so yeah, I would put both of them on there. Um, I would say 
Uh, Mike McCarthy. Why? It's think, only a, after two years. I mean, they were ta- there were rumors that he could be canned after his first year, but if, if Dak comes back and they they can't get that offense going, um, yeah, they got to move off McCarthy. I think. Um, what about K- Kingsbury in that air raid offense? I think he's still safe. Like um, he's going into his third year, right? Um, I think that they're right where they were supposed to be. So, uh, you know, I think next year they want to make the playoffs. That's their goal. And I think that they can do that. Uh, well, the thing with the Cardinals is I think Cliff Kingsbury is the right coach for the Cardinals. But I felt like that last year when they kind of faded down the stretch, it was all because there were too many offensive mistakes and too many yeah. bad play calls by Kingsbury. Yeah, yeah. But I still think the Cardinals are still a fun team to watch. I mean, their offense is going to be tops in the league because of Cliff Kingsbury, but the question is their defense. Uh-huh. Do you think Patrick Peterson stays? Uh, yeah, I think he does. What about uh, one more year of Larry Fitzgerald? Uh, yeah, I think so. Also, do you think the Buccaneers will keep Chris Godwin? Um, yes. Yeah, and then what about uh, what about Mariota? Since he's kind of a backup, do you think he'll go to the Chicago Bears? Yeah, that'll be interesting. Like he should get a starting gig somewhere. Like, absolutely, one hundred percent. I've always liked Mariota. Yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see where he where he lands. What about uh, Garoppolo? Do you think he get he's a backup now since he, he kind of lost a starting job? I think no. I think they're. I think the 49ers will probably stick with Garoppolo. Um, so I think. By the way, I'm going to put Pete Carroll on the on the hot seat. Why would you put Pete Carroll in there? Because I think him and Russell Wilson are not on the same page. And uh, when your head coach and quarterback are on the same page. It could be time for one to go, and um, I think they would probably rather get rid of Pete Carroll. They're not going to get rid of Russell Wilson. The Seahawks aren't. Uh huh. But why would you think Pete Carroll would be on the hot seat already? Um. And he, why do you think Pete Carroll's a defensive minded coach? He's not to me. Pete Carroll can coach offense too. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, he can, but I. I think that he's just – they're unhappy with the offense there. So, they need to figure that out. I wanna, so, I'm going to say it's it might be time next year if they don't, if things aren't working out to move on. You, you're saying that you would move on from Pete Carroll if things don't work out and then you find a head coach that's going to that's gonna help Russell Wilson out, play to his strengths? Uh-huh. Is that what you're saying about why you think Pete Carroll's on the hot seat? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Pete Carroll has won a Super Bowl with the Seahawks, so it's not necessary to uh, put him on there. Uh-huh. You know? So with that being said, Matt, uh, we'll see you next week. Okay. See you, Laro.